0: You're listening to A Stranger Podcast, www.thestranger.com.
1: Hey, this is Dan Savage, and you're listening to the Savage Love Podcast, the post-Ann Coulter calling John Edwards a faggot at the uh, big conservative uh, circle jerk there in Washington, D.C. podcast, which means we won't be using the word faggot uh, on this broadcast because it's no longer okay to use the word Faggot, which is a word I actually like uh, and use quite a bit. And once upon a time, as many people remember, it was the salutation in savage love. Every letter began with, hey, faggot. But uh, one of the things that the column demonstrated was that there were ways to use faggot uh, affectionately in in a non-hateful way. And there were ways to use faggot in a hateful way, uh, as an insult. Uh, Coulter used it as an insult. I use faggot as a term of endearment, as an expression of... Of love and fellowship with my fellow faggots, uh, and so I hope the word isn't stripped from the vocabulary, because it's a great fucking word, and I intend to keep using it. Um, Ann Coulter was on Fox News yesterday and pointed out that it wasn't an insult to, uh, to, co- to faggots to call Edwards a faggot, because Edwards is actually straight, so it's okay to call someone a faggot if they're straight. So if you're a listener in Washington, D.C., and you see uh, Dick Cheney or George Will or George Bush or... Trent Lott walking down the street, I want you to scream, hey, faggot, at them as loud as you possibly can because they're straight, and therefore, it wouldn't be an insult. All right, let's uh, let's go to the first call.
2: Hi, Dan. This is... um, I'm a 21-year-old very, very, very gay male, and I live in Las Vegas, and I have this little issue with kind of uh, my boyfriend and my psychology and my guilt and everything. Um, One of the things is I just really, 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 really don't like to bottom. Most of it is because I really prefer to top. I like these really violent fuck scenes where I hold the guy down and totally fuck him until he bleeds or whatever. And I just prefer topping. And then the other section of it is on the few occasions that I have bottomed, what ends up happening is I feel very um, vulnerable and um, feminized kind of. And I really, really hate that. I have no uh, female friends. I really hate women. I just don't want to be around them. And I definitely don't want to be associated with them. And I associate uh, bottoming with being female on so many levels. Now, how it affects my relationship with my boyfriend. We've been together for two years and we're both kind of tops. And he's been very, very nice in that it's pretty much a 90-10 relationship, where I'm topping 90% of the time, he's bottoming like 10-20% of the time. And we've switched on and off. We did 50-50 for a while, but that was just too much for me, and I was getting frustrated, and then I was withholding sex because I didn't want to bottom. And uh, whether or not he realizes it, that's pretty much what was happening at the time. So, my question is, should... Should people that aren't necessarily sexually compatible really be together? Like, if I need an insatiable bottom, should I go find that? Should I work it out with my boyfriend? Should I suck it up and bottom more? Like, what what is most appropriate? I really love my boyfriend. I really want to be with him. But I really don't want to have all this all these sexual problems and all this guilt afterwards
1: oh my god i have got to talk some sense to this stupid faggot so we're gonna call this stupid faggot up on his stupid faggot phone right faggot now hey hey what's up nothing what's up with you nothing so uh let me consult my notes here really quickly You like to be a power top, and you like fuck scenes where you hold the guy down until he bleeds. And, of course, I could see that playing into somehow you preferring to be in the top role, since that's how you like your anal sex. Uh, Painful and bloody. I would go for top in those situations, too, myself.
2: Perhaps it's a bit of an exaggeration, but mostly my question was like, since I do prefer topping to such a great
1: degree, okay, like how no, Wait, is that wait, wait, wait! Before we get to your question, there's like <laughs> sort of a bedrock issue we need to address, <laughs> okay. which is your appalling misogyny. Your like statements about women. Oh yeah, I like don't really that's care really for them. over the top, and it's very sort of dumb, old school sort of pre-80s, 90s faggotry, where the idea was that being gay was somehow about, you know, rejecting women or being repulsed by women, which just sends you fleeing into the arms of dudes, which is not what being gay is about. Being gay is not, like, pussy so disgusting that you got to eat ass. Right? Right. You know, it's fine for you to feel uncomfortable with, like, female genitals, just between you and me and everybody listening to the fucking podcast. I am, too. You know, and so are little straight boys. But then little straight boys hit puberty, and suddenly they're very intrigued by female genitalia. Little gay boys never hit that kind of puberty, and so we never get over our like childish fears of the body of the other, right? Mm-hmm. So we all our lives were a little squicked out by female genitals. And any gay guy who tells you he's not is a lying sack of shit who's worried about being a called a misogynist, right? So it's fine, for you can own that. You cannot like Georgia O'Keeffe paintings. You cannot want to be a gynecologist when you grow up. You cannot ever want to eat pussy, not even once, even while you're trying to talk a straight guy into going to bed with you just once, okay? What you can't be is one of those dumb fags who all of his adult life pushes women out of his life and says, you know, women are great. Like, you can be, like, the biggest fucking butt-fucking pole-smoking faggot in the world and have female friends. Mm-hmm. And like, be down with women. And you know what you have in common with women? Mm. They have to sleep with men too. <laughs> they know what assholes and puke stains men are. Mm-hmm. Only a straight woman can like really empathize with what you'll go through over the course of your dating life, dealing with men's bullshit, men's fear of intimacy, men's like big dick issues. You know, <laughs> that's why gay men and straight that's why gay men and straight women get along so well. It's not just that like gay men want to be women. Which is not true, okay? It's that we share something. We have a, we have sexual desires and lusts in common. Not about being penetrated necessarily, but about the objects of our affections. We're all into dudes here, okay? Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I I could so get into answering your question if if you just hadn't said all that shit about women, if you haven't talked smack like, about women like that. Be who you are. You know, you sound. You know, what you sound like As a straight guy whose whole identity is wrapped up in not being a fag. A straight guy who won't let a woman put a finger in his ass because it's going to magically turn him gay. A straight guy who bashes gay guys. You are the fag equivalent of a gay basher. A straight guy who's so insecure about his sexuality, his heterosexuality, that he's terrified of gay men. You sound so insecure about your homosexuality that you're terrified of women. Mm -hmm. It's not active. It's not strong. It's not aggression. It's cowardice. And it's bullshit, and you got to stop it. I know you're young, and you probably didn't have a lot of gay role models growing up, and you weren't there in the 80s when all the gay guys turned purple and started dropping dead, and who rushed to our aid? Who took care of us? The lesbians. With their pussies, and their menstrual blood, and their titties. You need to, like, chill the fuck out. Like, let that go. I never want to hear that come out of your mouth again. Not that I'm ever okay. going to hear anything come out of your mouth again after this phone call, but... You just can't do that. It's such bullshit. Maybe that's the way gay guys in Las Vegas talk. It's just not the way gay human beings talk. Okay. Moving on to your issues, it is fine for you to be a power top. It is fine for you not to want to be penetrated. Even fine for you not to want to be penetrated because you can say, you can say this, you know, the female role, the be, the penetratee position, psychologically doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it is kind of the female role. That's cool. You know. We, there are, you know the, one of the interesting things about homosexuality is you know the bodies are of one gender, but a lot of what we do is sort of gendered in the, you know what it means to be penetrated, what it means to be the penetrator. Different things turn different guys on. There are guys who live for getting fucked. Yeah that's all they want. So it's fine for their to guy, the guys, gay guys who live for being the guy who fucks them. Yeah, you know. I think that if you stay with your boyfriend, uh, eventually you know, he'll just either he'll leave you. Or he'll just sort of settle for always being the bottom. Right. But you need to own your, like, toppishness and your desire so the question is, like, without, is, is, without crediting it to some sort of bullshit, free-floating, female-hating crap. Okay? Because if you're a gay guy is, who hates women, who are your allies? Straight guys? They don't like you? No, just other gay guys. Yeah well, there's not enough other gay guys out there. We're only three <laughs> percent of the population, and if your only buddies and like pals and, and and peeps are gonna be other fags, you're gonna be lonely. <laughs> but go ahead, now what are you gonna say, I'm done beating the shit out of you. Now we can have a <laughs> civilized conversation.
2: My question is like, how how responsible should I be to my partner to be as much of a bottom as he is a top or you know, regardless? Or should I should I feel guilty that you perhaps- should feel
1: a little guilty about it, yes. And I think every once in a while you should chew your way through a pillow and let him fuck you if you're gonna be monogamous, right you know if you can if you're down with you know honey, you know I know that nine out of ten times you enjoy bottoming and ten out of ten times I enjoy topping and zero out of ten times I enjoy bottoming so every once in a while you want to fuck some other guy if you want to be the top and that other guy comes along, mm-hmm. you have my blessing like if you mm-hmm. can if you can say that then it shouldn't be a problem. There's plenty of guys, you know, male couples that have that kind of arrangement. Okay. And I don't think you should be ashamed of your, like, your inclination to be a top. Mm -hmm. Like, embrace it. It's it's what you enjoy. It sounds like you've experimented enough with bottoming to know that you don't like it, and it doesn't kind of work for you. But again, Mm. if I ever hear that bullshit come out of your mouth again, I'm going to come there and I'm going to fuck your ass bloody. (laughs) <laughs> and you'll see what bottoming's like. I'm going to put a sandpaper condom on my dick and fuck your ass. Gee, thanks, Dan. You're welcome. Good luck with that, okay? Thank you so much. Bye. Oh, and there's something I forgot to tell him before I let him off the phone. He sounds like such a fag, and I mean that in the best possible way. I like fruity guys. I like guys who are a little light in the loafers. I like guys who, you know... Fuckers on the space station look down and go, hey, look at that fag there in Australia. I like swishy guys. Guys you can tell are gay from space. That guy had kind of a swishy fag voice. I found it kind of appealing. But, you know, if you're going to be a little bit of swish, don't be mad at women. You know, all gay men are, to some small extent, a little bit feminine. And you know what? That's one of the things that's genius about being gay is we can be much calmer about... You know, our feminine traits, our masculine traits, and having a mix. Because we're not straight guys. We don't have to be paranoid about every last thing we do, proving that we might be gay. Because we're already gay. So we don't have to be paranoid about that bullshit. Right? And we can be secure in the fact that however many girly things we allow ourselves to enjoy, from speaking with that gay voice, to getting fucked in the ass every once in a while, to having a feeling, to crying at sad movies, however many girly things we experience, we're not going to magically turn into a girl. So we don't have to be paranoid about girls or girl bits either oh god that call made me so angry stupid faggot don't talk like that stupid faggot jesus christ you give all us decent god-fearing female loving from you know arms like faggot's a bad name when you say bullshit like that uh into a telephone recording answering machine thing of your job all right next question dan um
2: i love going down on women and I think I'm doing a fairly good job at it. But uh, sometimes I feel that my tongue could be a little bit longer. It would give give even more pleasure. And I was wondering if there is any such thing out there like a tongue extender uh, that one could sort of, I don't know, slip on the tongue and that would make it longer. And uh, I, I think... You know, such a thing could also come in handy for you guys. So if there's something out there like that, can you maybe uh, uh, let me know uh, where to click on? Thank you. Bye for now.
1: A little palate cleanser there. Uh, We're going to move from gay male, sandpaper, bloody butt, butt butt-fucking, which I'm sure is an image that some of you uh, didn't enjoy at all, uh, nor is it one that I enjoyed very much, to eating pussy and extending tongues. Um there is not, so far as I know, a tongue extension device out there. There is, however, um a surgery, a surgical option uh for extremely devoted uh pussy eaters who want to make their tongue a tiny bit longer. That little thread of flesh that attaches the bottom of your tongue to the uh not the roof, I guess the floor of your mouth, uh uh that can be snipped back. And you know, some people with speech impediments have that procedure done, and if you have that done, you can stick your tongue out a little bit farther. Um, that is about it. I don't think there's any tongue extension devices. You can buy vibrating tongues, which is just a big plastic, soft plastic tongue at the end of a vibrator that rotates, uh, if you care to, um, you can also buy a vibrator that straps onto your tongue in this weird way that makes your tongue vibrate. Just go to uh good vibrations.com. Come as you are.com. Babe land, my um, just babeline.com, not babelinemypreference.com. uh, and, and you'll see this in the in the vibrator section. So you can get your tongue a buzzing, but I don't think you're going to get your tongue up uh, a foot or two into her. Gene Simmons, of course, of Kiss, is the only one out there with a foot long tongue. Uh, although he just did that reality show. Did you see that? I'm looking at the tech savvy youth on the other side of the table, um, who ha- one of whom has a vagina and had to listen to that call about how much that fag in Las Vegas hates vagina christ's sake um and who wants nothing to do with women i'm sorry i got to return to the fag in las vegas he wants nothing to do with women and hates women and so who has to call him and set up that little interview nancy the tech savvy youth here at savage love uh podcast who sets up all the calls for me she felt terrible having to call him because he said such horrible things about women she said he was very nice on the phone which only goes to show that misogynist faggots are often cowards without the courage of their own misogyny. why didn't he slam down the phone when a fish called him on the phone didn't chatted amiably with Nancy, made an appointment to talk with me as if she hadn't listened to his fucking insulting phone call. Anyway, getting back to Cunnilingus. uh, Can't make a tongue longer. Sorry about that.
0: Hey, Dan. Good afternoon. This is Cindy in Washington, D.C. And I have a question for you about the right time and the day to bring up past uh, sexual abuse when you're talking to your partner. Obviously, it's not something... It's going to enhance the mood, but it's also something that, you know, if it's happened and even if you're you know, very well adjusted to it, there might be a few things that you just don't want your partner to do. Like don't touch me here and we're good to go or don't say this word and we're fine or, you know, just one or two things that eh, might really turn you off, but you don't want to sound like somebody with huge amounts of baggage, you know, like sitting down beforehand and going, okay, now here's my checklist do you wait until after when maybe they've already done it and then they're going to feel like a jerk? Um, there's really no, I've found no easy way to, to bring this stuff up without making it sound either like you're this huge baggage-ridden psychopath or, you know, not bringing it up at all and then just sort of like cringing when they do things that you don't want them to do.
1: All right. Fucking someone who has a past uh, history with sexual abuse is kind of a minefield. You know, you're kind of stomping off into a minefield. You have a right... Uh, to know when you're stomping around a minefield. If the mines are going to blow your legs off, if they're going to send you flying through the air. Uh, I'm torturing this metaphor and I'll stop. Look, if if there are certain ways that when you're touched recalls ways in which you were abused that make you uncomfy, then you don't necessarily have to say something in advance. You know, a lot of us are touched in ways uh, that mis make us feel awkward and uncomfortable and later on we like, you know... Let people know that, you know, in future, or we just steer them away from touching us that way. You know, if somebody puts a hand someplace or a mouth someplace or a riding crop someplace that you don't want it, you can usually deflect it gently. And people uh, who aren't assholes are constantly, especially with a new sex partner, looking for signs of what works and doesn't work, what they like and don't like. And you can gently nudge them away. If uh, the ways in which you don't like to be touched just make you feel awkward or, uh, as you said, make you feel a little cringy, like that makes you cringe. That's one thing. If there's a certain way that if you're touched, you're going to have an emotional meltdown, you're going to burst into tears, you're going to run from the room, you're going to lock yourself in the bathroom, you're going to scream and cry on the floor in the fetal position for three hours. Someone has a right to know about that potential risk before they, you know, uh, do the six pack to you or whatever the fuck it is that doesn't work for you. Um, so you have to look inside, and, you know, it sounds like your triggers. Are not going to send you off into some like uh, you know emotional breakdown. They're just going to make you feel awkward for a minute. In your case, I would tell you that I would engage in gentle steering uh, during sex. You know, deflection, moving them away if they try something that does that doesn't work for you for whatever reason. You just move them away, and then down the road, if they want to know why or if they keep trying again, or once you really start to bond emotionally and share your past sexual experiences and your past traumas, and you're showing each other your emotional scars, which eventually every couple has to do, then is a time to bring it up. Again, however, I just want to emphasize this, that nobody wants to feel like uh, they're the rapist. Nobody wants to have all the sort of uh, baggage come crashing down on their heads, as if they're, you know, they've recreated this past abuse and they are as good as a rapist at that moment. Um, that, in, in and of itself, is a kind of sexual abuse for someone to be unknowingly placed in that position of stomping around a minefield and then stomping on a mine. Uh, so, if you're out there, uh, and unlike the caller, your uh, past sexual abuse issues, um, uh, the, your triggers, your physical triggers, can provoke a really strong. Uh, reaction, then you should inform uh, before uh, there's any nudity or hands or groping or fingers or tongues or anything going anywhere.
0: Hi, Dan. I'm an 18-year-old straight female from Detroit. And um, here's my problem. <laughs> see, um, I don't know if you'd really call it a problem, but for me it is. Well, see, all my life I grew up like the only girl in my family. And, you know, with older brothers, and I was always the youngest. And, like, as I was growing up, I never really had guy friends. I mean, any guys that were around me were either my brother's friends or they were for, you know, my boyfriend. But now that I'm older, I have more guy friends. And, see, I'm totally a virgin. <laughs> see, but, um... I'm a very, very horny virgin. And um, the thing is, all of my guy friends are extremely hot, in my opinion. And um, I just have an issue with, since I haven't had many guy friends and I haven't hung out around many guys, I really don't know how to act around my guy friends. And the fact that I'm always really kind of, you know, hot for them is... Really, I don't know if I'm the only one that, you know, thinks about it like that, but I think it might be detrimental to our friendship. (laughs) And see, one of my guy friends is totally freaking hot. And, like, every time I look at him, I think of all the things I want to do to him, which I'm sure, you know, for a friend is not a good thing. And the thing is, I'm pretty sure he's not interested in me. Um, even if he was, I would still rather remain friends with him because he's really, really cool. But I don't know. You know, what should I do? I mean, do you have any advice for how I can calm the fire in my pants? I mean, because this little (laughs) little horny virgin is really having a problem with this.
1: All right, you're a pussy. There, I called you a pussy. Uh, Although that wasn't what I wanted. It seemed to be what you wanted, uh, truth be told. Okay, so you're a horny virgin with hot guy friends, uh, some of whom are flirting with you. So it sounds like you really don't have much of a problem here besides pulling the trigger. Uh, There's plenty of guys out there uh, with female friends who will be more than delighted, in most cases, to risk the friendship for some pussy. Uh, You have to be willing to do the same. You can't solve your horniness problem your desire to you know lose your virginity and everything if you're not willing to risk anything sex always comes with risk of pregnancy disease emotional turmoil stained sheets uh bloody buttholes as we heard in the first call this afternoon this evening whenever time it is and is you're listening to this so you have to willing to risk something you know we minimize our risks use birth control don't sleep with uh total skanks unless you're a total skank and you don't care about catching skank or passing skank back and forth and you know if they're good decent horny guys with hot bods and you're a good decent horny girl with a hymen it sounds like you could probably you know with condoms please with condoms don't get your ass pregnant the first time you have sex sounds like you could safely lose your virginity uh you sound bubbly sound like you got a lot of personality sounds like uh you'd only have to kind of Look funny at some of these guys to make them hard, frankly. Uh, and, and you should go for it. You should figure out which one you want to bang and you should let them know. You know, uh, there's a lot of good looking guys out there, particularly guys who have like friends who are girls, particularly if they knew the girls before they were completely mature. Uh, and you're not totally there yet emotionally, but physically, I think you're probably there, who may feel a bit awkward, may feel like you don't want them to look at you. As a sex object or see you in a sexual way. Because maybe you've been friends for so long. And they may be respecting your friendship. Not because they don't want to fuck the shit out of you. But because they don't want to feel like the kind of guy who would take advantage and fuck the shit out of you. But if you want the shit fucked out of you. Then you guys can come to some sort of understanding. So I just say fucking go for it. Stop pussying around. Uh, Put your needs out there. Let them know that you're uh, shopping that you have a hymen you'd like to be well rid of, and uh, please get your ass down to Planned Parenthood for a talk about disease, for a talk about uh, pregnancy prevention, before you uh, spread them for anybody. All right? Be good.
0: Hi, Dan. This question really isn't about me, per se. I'm having a really hard time dealing with a friend of mine who happens to be gay. I don't have a problem with the fact that she's gay. I'm bi. What I do have a problem with is the fact that she started treating her parents and her friends really badly since she came out as gay. Yes, her parents are Christian and they don't actively approve of her lifestyle, but I know for a fact they've done everything to show they still love and support her and accept and welcome her girlfriend, except jump up and down and scream about how thrilled they are that she's a lesbian. They keep their religious opinions to themselves and she treats them like shit. She's always going on about how awful and terrible and worthless they are just because they're Christian. She doesn't have any other reason besides that and snubs them at every available opportunity. Normally, this really wouldn't be my business, but I also happen to know for a fact that she's not a lesbian. She's bi. I've known a lot of lesbians and not one of them has ever gone on and on and on about how hot such and such guy is or how horny she she gets thinking about said guy after she came out. She seems to be using the lesbian title because it's easier what with having a girlfriend and all. As if that wasn't enough, she's decided to very irrationally jump on the man-hating bandwagon. She thinks guys are a huge turn-on, but they're all assholes. This really wouldn't be such a big deal if she didn't feel the need to make snide comments about my fiancé every time we hang out. Just because he's a guy. And since we also happen to be into BDSM, he's the dom, I'm the sub, he must be abusing me. He must be an asshole. Everyone has to respect her relationship, but she doesn't have to respect anyone else's. I don't know. I'm getting really tired of her man-hating persecution complex when, from what I can tell, all she's been getting is support. She's been out about a year and a half now, and I just... I don't know how to talk to her. She flips out whenever anyone tries to talk to her about her behavior, and I'm just at a loss. I don't want to lose a friend over this, and regardless of the tone of this, I've known her forever, and I love her to bits. I don't care that she's gay at all, but any critique of her behavior is automatically being taken as bigoted... All right,
1: I'm going to cut you off. Uh, that's enough. We, you know, We've come full circle in this show. We started out with... America's stupidest faggot, um, who isn't stupid anymore because I think I slapped some sense into him. And we're going to end with America's most annoying fake dyke. Uh, America's stupidest uh, carpet muncher uh, next to Mary Cheney. She is uh, always going to be the stupidest carpet muncher in America. Um, your friend's an asshole. She sounds like a rude, selfish, inconsiderate, uh, dumbass dick. Wad. And why is she your friend? Why don't you want to lose this friend over this? Why not? Be rid of her. Tell her that you can't deal with her right now. Tell her she's being rude to her parents, that there are people with fundamentalist Christian parents who are queer in this world who would get down on their knees and thank God, the God in heaven they don't even believe exists, to have her parents as their parents. That her parents are working, they're being considerate and open-minded and... She should stop being such a dick to them. She should stop being a dick to you. Stop being a dick to your boyfriend. Stop it with the man-hating bullshit. Because you know what? Your friend is going to be married to a man in 10 years. I guarantee you. And you should say that to her fucking face. And then you say, you know what? Until you're through this ugly point of your coming out as a lesbian, going to be bisexual, going to be straight again one day, when you're through with this like ugly stage with your like little queer birth pangs, we can be friends again. For right now, I cannot fucking deal with you. That's what assholes have to hear before they knock it the fuck off. They need to see their assholery costing them friendships before they knock it the fuck off. So you need to stop being her sub, too. Be your boyfriend's sub. That sounds hot. Send me a video. Be his sub. Don't be fucking her sub. You're not there to take her abuse. You're there to take your boyfriend's abuse consensually. Not hers. Fuck her. Stand up for yourself. Throw her out of your life. And uh, maybe one day when she gets over it, you can be friends again. Right now, you cannot. All right, that was the Savage Love Podcast. I hope you uh, enjoyed it. I hope the bloody butt wasn't too much to bear uh, or the, ex- the snipping the flesh under your tongue. This is kind of a gruesome uh, little edition of the Savage Love Podcast. The uh, tech-savvy youth here in Savage Love Studios on the 23rd floor of the Washington Mutual Building in downtown Seattle were a little taken aback uh, by my mouth today. And I, to them, I apologize. They're trying to eat lunch, actually, while we did this. The phone number here at the podcast, if you'd like to record a question... For a future podcast, 206-201-2720. That is uh, not a free call, so uh, don't yammer on for fucking ever. And uh, you download this every week at www.thestranger.com slash savage. And uh, I blog every day at thestranger.com slash blog. Uh, This is Dan Savage. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and come and download next week's.